Hi there, and welcome to Maria Kamen at MKPDE on Anchor. So, this is my year in review, I suppose, here on Anchor, and the ups and downs of the industry this year, and um, swinging back to hopefully what is a kind of balanced year in 2022. I want to say that because, you know, in the wedding meeting and event industry, you have seasons where you have lots and lots of events going on. Um, and events encompasses all three of those weddings, meetings, and events for my company. But there are years where you don't have a whole lot going on. And um, I try to take off the month of December just because I, um, I know for many, many planners, it is the year, the month that they make the most weddings. But during the time that I started my business, I was employed as a teacher slash director of the school part-time and then I was employed as a wedding meeting and event planner. Then the whole world went through this need to have a planner and that kind of threw our industry off because who knew a calendar or an agenda was called a planner and so it it was this amazing effect on the industry when individuals started designing their own planners and people wanted to be big and famous and all of that. And then the COVID-19 hit and the industry was pretty much shut down for as good as an industry can be shut down. And then safety became an issue. First, it was transitioning into um, computers because there was all these businesses that could only work with Apple com computers and then there was a whole nother businesses that only took Windows computer and now most facilities in San Diego, at least, um, you get service for both. I think that that was the smartest thing the computer industry could ever do. And so from there, things started to calm down and, and then we had a big thing of planners and I debated whether I should go into the creating a planner and I tried it online but somehow when you're a planner creating a planner it's not seem the same as a um, just someone trying to make a living which is exactly what planners do do you remember the phases of all those um, wedding movies I think it's because different generations start understanding what it is so for me, on Anchor, it's, it's been kind of interesting. I am, 
I took some time off and then I went back to Anchor and now I'm trying to do a year in review. And how would I review my year in Anchor? I think I would say that I've had some good talks and I would say that I'm had some bad talks. Um, I don't know. How do you review a year when it's just um, you talking into a microphone? How do you judge yourself and qualify it and say this was good and that was bad? Do you rate it by the number of listeners or do you rate it by the message that you were trying to get across? And I try to make my messages hopeful, even in the midst of me not having hope. Um, and there are moments like that, that you just don't have any hope of, of things changing. And I think COVID-19 was kind of that feeling of, will anything ever change and be so-called normal again? To moments of, yes, we've overcome it. It's, it's not going to happen again. And I grew up with, with people who had um, experienced greater tragedies than I have ever seen. You know, um, I had a grandfather who fought in the war and he'd talk about that. And I had my own dad who, who participated in military and he talked about that. And an uncle who was um, a sailor and he talked about what it's like there. And so when I compare COVID to tragedy, you know, it's, it's really up there. It's a world tragedy like I, I don't think I've ever seen. I mean, I've, I've seen things like the chicken pox and measles and and kids getting sick in school and um, different viruses that hit the schools. Um, not that any teacher creates a virus or, you know, just different flu seasons that we had throughout my career. And I still don't think I've ever seen anything like what hit the United States and the world. I don't think that it was a normal thing, you know. I don't think that people would have ever thought of it and wished it upon anybody else. I think for many of us, we're still hurting and we're still sad and we're still feeling the ramifications of um, something that was out of our control and as humans that's what we try to seek is to have some kind of control and when we don't have that sense of control then then we feel a little um, confused or disoriented or disheveled or um, I think it's like that bat, the battle with um, 
homelessness. We try to control the homelessness and get the people help and we try to stop it and we try to feed them and take care of them the best that we can. But at some times, it's, it feels like a endless battle, like we're never gonna win it. Like you help one person and get them off the street, but you can't, um, but somebody else becomes homeless. That's what it feels like. I can remember feeding the homeless and, and then feeling like, wow, how, how can you overcome this? I, you know, how do you, how do you do that? How do you stop it from happening? How does a person just take control and end such a thought in someone else's life. And I don't know that I have the answer for that. Like I don't know that I have the answer for my podcast, why it's great one, one podcast, and it's not, and another one isn't. Why, you know, why are my supporters willing to donate and sponsor me and why are they not um, what is it that I say that makes it better or more helpful or put hope in you that's what I hope that my podcast does I hope that it gives you hope that feeling that that you too can participate in in making things better for somebody else because I think that's what teachers try to do at least that's what I tried to do as a teacher if our school had a need I found a way to fill it you know as a, a school director if we didn't have the funds then I rallied the, the families to try to get the funds to purchase or do whatever we had to do. But in this case, you know, in the school industry or the wedding event and meeting industry, there was no one to rally because it was something bigger than all of us. It's something that we didn't know and we couldn't have foreseen that it was to happen. Um, but it is something that made us all um, appreciate our homes and our families. And I think that that's something that you shouldn't um, take for granted. So my year in review is that people, all people in all walks of life matter. 
they're important because they sustain our system, our society, our world. If we didn't have people to help, then where would all those people that need to help people be? So I think they feed off of each other. It's like um, this thing that, that I learned about addiction, you know, and the alcoholic. The alcoholic needs the alcohol because it makes him feel better or her feel better. And so they drink the alcohol and then they feel bad again because they're drinking the alcohol. So what do they reach for? Alcohol to feel better. And then they feel bad again because they reach for the alcohol because they don't want to be drunk all the time. But they can't break that cycle. So until we learn the human cycle to the point where we're not interdependent in each other, then I don't think that there is a remedy. As far as the event industry, it's hopeful. There are more um, weddings, meetings, and events again than there were at the beginning of um, the COVID. And it's starting to climb up. As far as my podcast, I hope that uh, what I'm seeing is that I attract 50% males and 48% female, 2% non-specific, and zero non-binary. So I'm sorry to all of the people there that are not being thought of. Um, I don't know how to include you. I don't know how to talk about weddings, meetings, and events that doesn't include you because I never excluded you. And to, uh, because I don't, I don't think about sex when I'm planning a wedding meeting or event. I think about what the needs are for that wedding meeting or event. Like when I use a planner, I think about what my needs, specific needs are for a planner. And by the way, I still believe in paper planners as well as the ones on the cell phone. I haven't found a way to get totally um, just dependent on my cell phone or my computer because I don't always have it with me. And, um, well, now that I think about it, I don't always have my planner with me either. But the really cool thing is, is that I just don't think that way. I just don't think in, in sexuality way. I just don't think, I, I think we're going to have X amount of males. We're going to have X amount of females. I don't necessarily think then we're going to have a you know, this type of gender and that type of gender. I don't know how to even think that way. Maybe because in my world of growing up, 
it wasn't, or maybe because the percentages are so small that um, when it comes to food or decor or uh, beverages, it's, it's not an issue. It, it, it becomes an issue of um, dietary restrictions, um, not gender restrictions. Does it, I hope that makes sense to, to people. When it comes to bathroom use, we're, we're either male restroom, female restroom, or family restrooms. That's how it's categorized. That's how the, the order forms are. So I think there's a lot of things that we make personal that aren't necessarily personal. And that's what I really discovered this, this year with the COVID. There are um, things that we hear on the news or things that we see or things that we read that we internalize and make that personal that aren't necessarily personal. They weren't directed at me personally. So I think that one of the things that I'm trying to do is learn how to be more sensitive to my audience and learn how to explain the industry of weddings, meetings, and events a little bit better. Because even though weddings, meetings, and events affects you because you're invited, or travel and tourism, everybody wants to travel and tour places, um, how you go about planning those things isn't necessarily gender specific, although it can be if that's something you're looking for, so then you have to research it and do it that way. So um, what I'm saying is in, in my industry, we cater to the person that's um, employed us to do the job at hand. And normally other than counting seating for tables or um, venue space, because some venues will, can allow X amount of people in or, you know, 20 people in or 50 people in or hundreds of people in. And now COVID has affected that. So we're not able to have certain amount of people in certain places. So you have to have, you know, the space to do that. And now with the traveling, um, just be careful. They're, they're putting restrictions and, and guidelines on travel. So before you travel this holiday season, really check those out to find out what's going on. And definitely, I'm still a firm believer on planning an itinerary, sending it to the person that you're going to see, knowing exactly where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, and how you're supposed to be there, and if you have the financial means to be there. Um, I'm a firm believer in knowing those specifics, and I think they apply to the wedding, meeting, and event industry, as well as the travel industry. And so a year in review on Anchor for me has been a year of growth and a year of trying to figure out 
um, how to record an anchor podcast when the um, the industry looked like it was going through major changes. So you have been listening to Maria Kamen at MKPDE. I hope you have a happy holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the holidays there, and most of all, Happy New Year to everyone. I'll be with you again in 2022.